Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number 281281. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How are you doing? How are you doing? You bastards. How are you doing? Oh, my goodness, folks. A lot has gone on during the course of the week. You know, I mean, I already talked about certain things, uh, protests and all of that kind of crap and how dumb that stuff was. And quite frankly, everybody talked about that. But I want to talk about something else that's not as important, but I think also affects pretty much everyone out there. Yes. And, and, you're, and as you know, I'm just diving right into it. Sometimes I do a preamble. This time I'm not going. I'm just going to dive right in because I'm really annoyed. During the course of this week, I've had a bunch of my friends call me on different occasions, not motivated by the other phone calls. They didn't even know about each other calling. And everyone called me to complain to me. And at weird times, I had a friend call me at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm thinking somebody's sick or something. And he's complaining about the same thing they were all complaining about. Once again, these were individuals calling me to complain about something that happened to them independent of each other. And I said, you could all um, relate to it. And I'm pretty sure you can. And that thing is piece of crap relatives. And I'm not talking about an annoying spouse that, I mean, you know, spouses are annoying. I'm not talking about annoying kids. Kids are annoying. I'm talking about that relative that you really, that really can mess things up for you. You know, that relative that, that, you know, that shows up at the wrong time and messes up stuff. The relative that steals stuff from you. The relative that gets in trouble and expects you to put your life on hold to help them when they did something so dumb that actually helping them out could actually put you in jeopardy. Now, I'm not going to get into any specifics. But when you have friends that have relatives that are doing things that are, let's just say, not legal and they expect your friend to go and do something to help them that will put that friend in jeopardy. You know, I had a friend that uh, had a relative that needed some money and he was going to give the person his rent money and he was really tight on money. He was going to give this chump his rent money to help this chump out. And he asked me if I would give my rent money if I was in exactly the same position he was in to this particular person or a person like that in my family. He asked that question and I didn't answer him right away. You know, and I know what you're thinking. You, you had to sit back and contemplate it, right, S. Anthony? That's not the reason. The reason I didn't answer him right away was because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I mean, I've been in situations like that before with a guy. Oh, man, if I don't do this, they're going to take my car back. If I don't do this, they're going to take the this back. And the bit. Now, at this particular time, you've already helped this person five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten times and each time you've been burned and each time you found out that the reason this person was in was having a problem in the first place was because they decided not to do what they were supposed to do and decided it was OK to not do what they were supposed to do because they knew that you, my friend, you and in this case, me and in some cases, someone else was going to be right there like a safety net to catch him when they fall. Right. They wind up keeping their car. They wind up keep getting to stay in the apartment. They wind up getting to do all of these other things. And meanwhile, your lights are out for three weeks. Why? Because you took some money to give it to that chump who won't give it back. 
or your landlord almost throws your dumb ass out. Why? Because you put some money, you gave this chump money so he wouldn't get thrown out. You did what you were supposed to do. He didn't do what he was supposed to do. Now, a friend of mine had a relative that everybody knew the guy was a sleaze bag. He's the kind, you know, sometimes you're driving down the street and you see someone a little, little suspicious. Maybe it's nighttime. Maybe it's not. But something says, you know what? I think I'm going to lock the doors. Think I'm going to roll up the window. You know what? He's standing in front of that store. I don't really need the product from that store right now. Maybe I'll come back in 15 minutes. Maybe I'll go to another store. I think I'm not going to get in the elevator with this person. You know what? I don't like this person walking up the steps or down the steps behind me because it's kind of dark here. It's kind of lonely here. There's not that many people in the building. You know what I'm talking about, that type of person. Well, that type of person, you would allow that person who scared you like that into your house before you'd left this dude's relative in the house. The dude was a huge piece of crap. When they took a picture of him being born, he was falling out of an animal's ass. Why? Because he's a piece of crap. Now, how bad you got to be as a relative to steal stuff out of your own relative's house? Hmm. How big of a piece of crap do you have to be to do that? How big of a piece of crap do you have to be to, no, it, it's not even like he stole $20 out of the person's wallet. It's not like he took a watch. Oh, no, it's not something like that. Just imagine coming home, walking upstairs, deciding, you know what, I'm going to work from home because, I, you know, I don't want to go into work tomorrow. I can actually do this from home. And if I get this done at home right now, even though it's on my own time, tomorrow is going to be a really easy day. I'm going to sail through Friday. And because I sail through Friday, I'm going to ease right into the weekend. It's going to be great. It's been a long. I mean, this project I've been working on is a real big pain in the butt. And damn it, I'm going to I'm going to finish this off right now because if I, I'll sacrifice Thursday night. I'll do it because it'll make Friday easier. Damn it. I, you know, I can't, in fact, even though I know this is going to suck working on this project and making these calls and crunching these numbers and doing all these other things that are specific to my job, it's going to suck. It's going to stink, but I will make the sacrifice to get it done. Damn it. Oh, you walk up the steps. You open up the door. Ah, you don't even turn on the light. You just throw things down and you turn on the light and you realize there's something missing. There's something missing from your house. What is that something? Hmm. The television's still here. Okay, that's not it. The desk is still here. Mm-hmm. The chair is still here. Things on the paintings on the wall are still here. The phone is still here. Oh, the drawers and the cabinets are still here. Hmm, let me sit at my desk and try to contemplate what's missing. And I, you sit down. I, you sit down. Mm-hmm. You know what? Since I'm sitting here, I'm going to turn on my computer. Wait a second. The computer's not here. Hmm. The monitor's not here. Hmm. The keyboard's not here. Hmm. My relative isn't here. Hmm. Think about that. 
Sometimes when you do things to somebody, you got to realize that there's going to be consequences to the thing. There's going to be consequences to the thing, right? If your wife catches you looking at the waitress too long, she may shoot you that look and you'll be like, oh, well, well, I, no, I was. And you lie because you were looking at that lady's breasts. But you're going to say, no, we're just trying to read her T-shirt. And, and she knows you're lying, but she also knows you feel guilty. So she's satisfied, you know, and if you suck up enough to her right now, you suck up enough to her right now, 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 now you'll get out of it because this is date night and date light night means something else. OK, so you want to make sure that something else happens. So, you know, but what about you do something worse? Right. What about she comes out of the bathroom and you're flirting with the waitress and you, and you she could tell you didn't she didn't he didn't expect you to come back that fast. Oh, no. Now what? Well, now it's in the shooting. You will look isn't enough. Now she's going to yell at you. She's going to storm out of the restaurant. You have to calculate. Yes, this waitress is attractive. Do I want to look at her breast? Is it worth looking at her breast? Because if I look at her breast, I won't be able to look at my wife's breast. I'm not looking at her breast. You don't want to take the risk. Am I going to flirt with her? Because if I flirt, flirt with her, I'm going to be sleeping on the couch. And also maybe even going to the emergency room because I was awakened with hot grits poured on my ass. You know what I'm talking about. You go, you know what? I don't want hot grits on my ass and I don't want to go to the emergency room, even though it's covered by medical insurance. I don't want it. I don't need ass skin grafts. I'm not going to flirt with the waitress. And what about she comes from the bathroom and you're. Well, you know what I'm saying. Boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da boom, jiggy, jiggy. Or she catches you. Boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da boom, jiggy, jiggy with somebody. Well, you're going to wind up getting the divorce. All the kids are going to be living with her and you're going to have no money. And her brothers are going to beat the crap out of you. So, you know, I'm not going to boom, boom, jiggity, boom with the waitress. I'm not going to do look at the breasts. I'm not going to flirt with her. And I'm not going to boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggity, boom, boom, jiggity, jiggy with her because I don't want to lose my wife, my kids and the money and all of that crap. And also her brothers are both black belts. I don't want to get my butt whipped by two black belts who are angry right you looked at the, the, the thing that you want to get which is a view of the boobs or some flirting to make you feel good or boom boom jiggity boom which really feels good but feels bad when you get caught so don't do it and you go ah, none of that is worth the price i'm gonna pay and everybody has that in their mind. Even if you're thinking of doing something bad or something stupid or something mean, you are smart enough, cognizant enough, wise enough not to do the thing because you know there are some consequences. But we now go back to my friend sitting in his home office, looking at his desk and looking at where the computer used to be. They have to wonder. There has to be a point. Just like when someone's cheating on you. There's too many things between being dressed and not getting it on with someone else and taking off your clothes and getting it on with someone else. There's too many steps between doing it and not doing it where you could. You, I've been in a situation where I had a girlfriend kiss another dude. Right? And I didn't know about it. One of my friends saw her. But he also saw her go, you know what? I can't do that to him. And at the time, I was very young and she was a lot older. But still, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Right. But she stopped. I was still mad at her, but we worked it out and the relationship lasted a little while longer. It was going to fall apart anyway, but that's beside the point. But she stopped herself. She could have boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da boom, jiggy, jiggy the guy. But she thought better of it because of the consequences and the consequences would have been no more me. So she stopped. 
So when I go back to my friend's home office and I know that the computer was there and there was, you got to unplug the computer when you put it in the thing and you pick it up and then you go to your car and put it in your car then you drive away at any particular time and that whole process, he could have said, I can't do it. Now, if my friend had come home and his computer was unplugged and moved around and but still there, he would have been mad. But at the very least, he would have known, well, at least he didn't actually take it. He thought better of it, realized the consequences would have been bad and decided not to take the computer but his punk ass took it anyway not thinking about the consequences what were the consequences i'm not going to say what the consequences were all i'm going to say was my friend whipped his ass and then had him arrested and he spent some time in jail and then when he came back out my friend whipped his ass again Wow, I probably should have cut that part out because, well, you don't know which friend of mine, right? You don't know what my friend is. It's not like, not like my friend James in Pittsburgh is, oh shit, I think, I, I mean, not James in Pittsburgh, a, a, another guy in another state. <laughs> I think I should edit that entire chunk out. <laughs> but the thing is, we all have piece of crap relatives. I've had a relative you know, do things to me and, 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 and I had to shut that down. I've had friends do things to me and, and, and had to shut it down. We all have those relatives that are pieces of crap. And I would tell my piece of crap relative story to my friends after they would tell their piece of crap relative stories to me. And granted, my piece of crap relative stories were nothing compared to their piece of crap relative stories. But every family, man, if you really think about it, you have at least one relative who is a huge a piece of crap. And you know what I would like to do? I think this would be just a wonderful thing. Have you ever seen the movie Escape from New York where they cordoned off New York and used it as a prison colony where they just dumped in all the criminals? Right. I mean, there's a lot of land in the United States and also there's a lot of territories of the United States. All we need is a small island, a small island. Right. Because most of the people are pretty daggone good in the country, in the world. But I think the United States, you would take one of our territories, a small island, make it inhabitable and then make sure that no one can get on and off the island. And then what we do is we take all of our piece of crap relatives and drop them on piece of crap relative island i would like that because if you notice the reason the people the piece of crap relatives do stuff to us is because they think that there's no going to be no consequences there are things they wouldn't even think about doing to people out in the street because people out in the street didn't grow up with them people out in the street don't have the same last name people out the street don't have the same bloodline people out the street don't love them at some a, a little bit right if I ever had to whoop a relative's ass, I would do the minimum ass whooping. Why? Because it's a relative. I've never had to whoop a relative's ass. Okay, there's a couple of people who I wanted to whip their ass, but they were relatives. If they weren't relatives, I would have whipped their ass, but they were, were relatives, so I did not whip their ass, but you get the point. So they'll do stuff to us. And even my friend who whipped his, whipped his uh, relative's ass, had him arrested and then waited for him to come out of jail and whipped his ass again, gave him the minimum ass whooping, the you're a relative ass whooping, not the prime time I don't know you ass whooping, not that you touch my wife's ass in a bar ass whooping, not that you tried to take my car, my wallet ass whooping, not that kind of ass whooping, just the minimum I liked you at some point ass whooping. Right? But you need to put him on that island. 
right? Let them sit there and, right? And eventually they'd start to become really close with the other people on the island. And there'd be a whole island full of people who were pieces of crap, piece of crap relative island, and they would start doing crappy stuff to each other. A whole island of people who were pieces of crap doing pieces of crap, crap to each one of them who's a piece of crap. And maybe, maybe they would be rehabilitated. Maybe they would realize that it doesn't feel good to have people do a piece of crap things to them because people are always nice to them, right? You bail them out, you give them money, you take care of them, you try to help them get a job, all that crap. But on that island, haha, no, they'd be surrounded with a bunch of people or pieces of crap like them. And it would be great, right? Let them stay there for a year. And then you'd bring them back off the island and try to put them back into society. And if they were pieces of the crap, then you put them back on the island. Now they got to stay for two years and then they come off. And if they're a piece of crap, you put them back on for four years and so on and so forth. They pick up on it after a while, especially after the, the, the when they come off after the two years, they're going, oh, God, if I do something stupid again, I'll have to go to piece of crap island for four years. And I don't want to be a piece of crap relative island. Oh, God, no. Now, I know you think I'm crazy. I know you do. But come on, wouldn't that be great? Imagine that. Just imagine Just imagine if you have a piece of crap relative. They trick you out of some money because you really think they need the money. And then you see them, you see them spending that money on some lady they're trying to impress. Meanwhile, you know, you had to let a bill slide because you thought you were really helping them. Or they took something out of your house. Right. Or they, they, they started spreading stories about you to try to break up, you know, to try to get you in trouble because it would make them look better. Right. And you never did anything bad to them. Wouldn't it be so great if you had a red phone in your house like Commissioner Gordon and the Batman and you just pick it up and you go, hello, piece of crap, please. Yes, I have a relative who's a piece of crap. Where is he? Well, he'll be here tomorrow because I'm going to tell him there's no hard feelings and that I'm very, very happy to loan him 500 bucks. So believe me, he'll be here on time. He'll be the one that I'm pointing at and laughing when I see you coming up the street. <laughs> and then that piece of crap shows up. Hey, what's going on, man? I really appreciate the $500 that I really don't need, but I think I'm scamming out of you. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. Could you sit right here in this chair? Sure. Why is that? Oh, no, no particular reason. Why are you pointing and laughing at me? And why are you pointing at that car that's coming down? And why are you? What the hell is this? Oh, we're the piece of crap. Please wait a second. I don't want to go to piece of crap island. Doesn't matter what you want, jackass. You're going. And this time it's a two year stint. <laughs> and you laugh as he goes down the streets. In fact, the piece of crap please car doesn't even have a silent. A siren that goes, wee, 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 wee. It doesn't have that. You know what it would have? It would still have the lights flashing on top, but instead of a siren as you're going away, it would go, you should have, you shouldn't have done that shit, 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 shouldn't have done that shit. That's what the siren sounds like, and it only goes off as they're driving away. Why? Because they shouldn't have done the shit that got them in trouble in the first place, their punk ass. I know you think I'm crazy. But wouldn't you love it if there was a piece of crap relative island? I would love it. I would love it. And so would you admit it. Piece of crap relative island. Oh, yeah. Segment over. All right, folks. Let, let me tell you something. This is something that I learned about myself. 
And I'm pretty sure it's it's true about you also. People always talk about how bad it is to lie. And, I, and I'm not a liar by nature. And I think that it's okay in some instances. It's okay in some instances to lie to yourself. All right. Now, when it's about like, say, for the sake of argument, you're a fat person and you need to lose some weight. And your doctor says you need to lose your weight. And you go to the mayor and you're going, I don't know what they're talking about. Well, I, that was me at some point, And I lied to myself and I'm, I, I'm just doing fine. <laughs> well, I wasn't doing fine. I needed to eat, eat better and work out. I lied to myself. In those situations, you don't you don't want to lie to yourself because you could get really big and you can mess your health up and you don't want to do that. You don't want to lie to yourself. Well, I, you know, uh. I'm not sure if my wife is cheating, even though all of our children, none of them look like me. And when I think about the amount of times we had sex, which is four, and the fact that she has nine kids and we only got it on four times, I don't know how that happened. You're lying to yourself. But there are times when it's okay to lie to yourself, right? You've done that thing where you're working at your job, you're at the desk, right? And I've been a salesperson before and I've had jobs that absolutely sucked. And... You know that you don't want to get involved in anything. You know how long the transactions at your job take. And you know that if you get started on something, all of a sudden it'll drag you into, you know, it'll drag you an extra half an hour past when you want to get the heck out of there. And you do not want that under any circumstances. Oh, no. So what do you start doing? You look at the clock. You realize that there's enough time left in the day where you have to at least do something, but you don't really want to do something. So you have to make it look like you're doing something. So you start doing busy work and you fool yourself into thinking you're not stealing money from the company by not doing anything. But you are stealing money from the company, not going into the petty cash or anything like that, but by not doing anything for the last 17 minutes at the job, because you know that if you do anything, if you pull another transaction, it's going to take you 40 minutes and you're like, hell no, I get it. It's okay. It's okay. You're lying to yourself, but it's okay. And I'm telling you right now, you need to use that mechanism. I used that mechanism on myself yesterday. This is Sunday. I'm recording this on Sunday, uh, the 20th. And this happened to be um, yesterday, it was a day where I, it was okay for me to buy some, something that I wanted to eat that was not the most healthy thing, but it was okay. It was, was well within parameters, but I shouldn't have done it, but it was okay. You know, and I got it and I ate it. Not a problem. I, I'm still in good shape. Not a problem. Right. Even if my vegan friends were around, they'd be like, really do. And I'd be like, haha, shut up and get out. And then I'd stab them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would not stab them. I might smack them. <laughs> just kidding. I would not smack them. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I would smack them. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> but it was okay, to, to, you know? And I'm going, okay, we, we all do that. I have friends that are vegans. They won't break and, and eat meat, but they'll eat something that's... Uh, well, what their version of unhealthy is. I saw a vegan lady. Uh, I'm not going to mention her name. She knows who she is. There were some vegan cupcakes or something. And she wasn't. And, and she was so strict. She wouldn't even do that. At least that's what we thought. till we caught her eating one. I said, oh, ha, ha, you vegan cupcake eater. And she goes, don't tell anybody. I said, don't tell anybody. I'm live streaming this right now. Wave to all of our friends. Read the screen. I can't believe reading that cupcake. I can't believe it. You should be ashamed of yourself. Ha, 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 ha. That's right. <laughs> I did not live stream it. <laughs> but that was her treat and this thing was my treat and like I said it wasn't that bad 
But that wasn't the problem. That wasn't the problem. I admitted that I got it. No big deal. Didn't break the diet. Did, it was, but I still shouldn't have done it. But it was okay. But that wasn't the problem. The problem was two and a half to three hours later. When I knew no one was around. No one was around to guilt me or keep me in check. Only I would know. And it would have been real easy because all my neighbors were in the house and I was parked around back. Oh, yeah. Which means they wouldn't even know that my they didn't even they didn't know I was home and they damn sure wouldn't have known had I left to go someplace. Right. Because, you know, you have those neighbors. Hey, it's Anthony. What's going on there? Oh, got a French apple pie there. Huh? Huh? You know, and then they then they bring it up in conversation. Yeah. Last time I saw Anthony was that time he was coming home with that French apple pie. (laughs) Did you have a French apple pie? No, man, what you talking about? I, I know person who I told to watch me because I don't want to eat stuff that I shouldn't eat. The get, get, get. You know what I'm talking about, by the way. That neighbor mysteriously was shot yesterday and it wasn't me. No matter what the film says, <laughs> I did not shoot my neighbor. I shot my neighbor a couple of bad looks when they weren't looking, but that's as violent as I get. Anyway. So it was three hours later after I had the little thing that I shouldn't have eaten, which was okay, but not too bad, but still shouldn't have done it, but didn't damage anything, but I shouldn't have done it. And three hours goes by. And now, like I said, my neighbors don't even know that I'm home. So they damn sure wouldn't know if I left. And the store down the street sells a lot of stuff that I shouldn't be eating. And if I went down to that street and got some stuff that I shouldn't be eating and I ate that crap. It's one day, not a big deal. It wouldn't damage me too much, right? One bad day out of seven, not bad. I still win the week. I still win the week. It's like a football game where you so far ahead for in this particular game. And I consider each week a game against against uh, fat. Uh, and I've been winning most of the weeks. And this week be a week that I have all have won the first six days. And this would have been a day, a day where all of a sudden, you know, that, fo- you know, you're, you're like a football team that's up 49 and nothing with two minutes left in the game. And the game has been long over. Right. But somehow they have one good drive and they score a touchdown at the end of the game. And even though you won the game, there's a little bit of you that I wanted to shut out. Damn it. It was kind of like that. But this day, I didn't care about the shutout. I didn't care if bad habits had one good drive for a touchdown. And the touchdown was some stuff at the store down the street that I could very, very, very easily just get in the mighty Toyota Camry and drive to and grab some stuff that I shouldn't be able to eat. And eat it and nobody would know but me. I wouldn't even tell you bastards. (laughs) Yes, I would. And the urge to go got stronger. And then I started seeing my neighbors. Their lights were out. Some of them had left. Some of them weren't even here. It would have been even easier. I could even come in the front door and not sneak out the back to get the stuff. Oh, it's going to be even easier to get the stuff I'm not supposed to be eating. (laughs) And the urge came on. Right. And all of a sudden you start seeing commercials that you normally wouldn't. Well, they were were commercials were there the whole time, but I never paid attention to them. I never paid attention to them. But now all of a sudden I'm paying attention to the damn commercials. And it's commercials for cupcakes and double cupcakes and quadruple cupcakes and triple ice cream and quadruple ice cream and double ice cream and quadruple stuff that I can't eat. And it was actually a commercial that came on and said, hi, it's Anthony. Here's a whole bunch of stuff you shouldn't be eating until next year. And it's down the street at the store. In fact, 
everything's half price for you. <laughs> Go to the store, fat boy. Eat it. Eat it. I know this is just a hallucination, but it doesn't matter. The same thing holds true. This commercial is really about real estate, but it doesn't matter to you because right now you're thinking about cupcakes and ice cream fat ass. Now get your big ass off. I know your ass is rapidly shrinking. Well, we're in a bad habits and demon. We're going to get you back. You've been too good for too damn long and we can tell you're serious this time. We can tell that when you get skinny or not skinny, when you get fit again, you're never going to get fat again and we want to take our last shot at you, fat boy. Now get your punk ass up. Get into the mighty Toyota Camry and go down the street and get those cupcakes and quadruple cupcakes and triple cupcakes and ice cream and double ice cream. Get it, get it, get it. And I said, no, punk, no. But the voices kept getting louder and the urges kept getting louder and there was nothing I could do about it. It was battling me and I was battling it and it was battling me and I was battling it and it was battling and I was starting to win the battle because I actually was sitting there in basketball shorts and a t-shirt and all of a sudden I had my regular shoes on and my socks and my pants as if I was going out. But I still had on the basketball shirts. It's okay. I'm still winning. The game is tied. This particular game, the game is over. I've won the week. But this particular drive is getting stronger. They're doing that at the 50-yard line. Why do I say 50-yard line? Because half my clothes was on and the other half was leisure stuff. And the bottom half from the waist down was regular clothes. Regular clothes. Oh, no. Well, I've already got my shoes and pants on. I mean, all I have to do, in fact, the basketball shirt just came out of the dryer. It's brand new and clean. Technically, I could walk out like this. I mean, it's just about to, ooh. Oh, no. They're in field goal range now. Bad habits are now in field goal range. It's a long field goal. They probably want to drive a little closer, a little closer to make it a better kick so they can at least get a cupcake in my mouth, at least get one of those chocolate eclair popsicles in my mouth, at least that. They want to score something. They don't want to get shut out this week, the bastards, and I'm thinking, you pieces of crap. And it's right outside the range of the kicker. Why do I say that? Because I got my car keys in my hand. Oh no. And I'm looking out the window at the car. Oh no. And I'm noticing that there's not any traffic. So I'll actually be able to get to the store and get back really quickly. Oh no. And then the bad habits start to play little dirty tricks. What do they do? They start talking about that store manager who's a beautiful young lady with a juicy buttocks who keeps flirting with me. And I'm taking all my willpower from going, she's 25, she's 24, 25 years old. I know she's flirting with you and always talking about how cute you are with your white hair and always making it a point to bend over and always do all sorts of stuff to provoke you to, to take us someplace and do something to a delicious ass and now all of a sudden you're thinking oh, not only do I want the chocolate eclair I want that little chocolate eclair that's managing that I'm not gonna do and so you're not just gonna go after the, the bad habits of the food that I shouldn't be eating now you're gonna try to make me nail or get it on with a hot woman that's younger than I want to date you Ooh, now I'm standing in the door looking out the door and seeing that it's nice weather so now I'm completely dressed it's nice weather I'm thinking about chocolate eclairs in the ass of a beautiful 24 to 25 year old woman who definitely wants to get it on and I'm not going to do it it's in field goal range now oh there's a penalty five yard penalty haha <laughs> it got moved back why because I dropped my keys somewhere and I don't know where they are so I can't get in the car 
And I could use that as an excuse not to go, but I do kind of need my keys because tomorrow I got a lot of stuff I got to do. So I have to actually look for the keys. But hey, wait a minute. If I take long enough to look for the keys, if this takes long enough, I'm going to find the keys and go, forget it now. I don't I don't even feel like going. I'm so mad about that crap. The keys are right here on the table. Damn it. Now, when it comes to things like that, you have to try to use your inherent laziness as a weapon against yourself. You have to use it. You have to because I'm not a lazy person by nature. I'm actually a very hard working person. You know, you know, I just I just I just you got to you got to try to scrape up some laziness. You got to give yourself lazy thoughts. You got to give yourself lazy thoughts. Right. Well, you know, I don't. I mean, what about I go to the store and it's crowded? Then I got to stand in line, and I don't want to stand in line. What for some cup for a couple cupcakes? Nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna. But then again, you know, even though you're not gonna want to get it on with a woman, it still was nice looking at her. But then she's gonna compliment you and tell you how cute you are. So it's, I mean, even though you're not gonna jump on top of her, it's nice to get the compliments and it's nice to look at her butt because she's gonna make it. But but no. But, 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 but I mean, why why go get myself all worked up over a woman if I'm not going to do anything with her? And why go to the cupcakes? And cause what about I go there and they don't even have the cupcakes? Then I feel like an idiot because I'll have gotten up and gotten dressed and gone down there to get cupcakes, and then there won't even be any cupcakes, and I'm not going to be able to, to date that cupcake. And it, yeah, I feel like walking around all the way back, and I'm definitely not walking out the back of the house, walking through the lawn and getting any dirt on my sneakers, my new shoes. And the, you know, and I mean, it is, a, you know, it is a bit of, I mean, it's, I, mean it's, I don't want to, yeah, you know what I mean? And Because if I take these clothes off right now, I can hang them right back up. If I wear them and I'm running around, because if I go out of the house, I might, I'm going to start asking them and go, you know, I'm out of the house now. I'm going to, I might as well run a couple errands and I'll be running errands. And inherently I'm going to run into somebody. And I'm going to start talking and they're going to want to go someplace and I'm going to good coffee with somebody. And then I'll be out of the house all day and I have worn these clothes for hours and then I'm going to have to wash them. And then they. Yeah, I don't want to do that, you know. What if I come back and there's no parking space? Then I have to drive around and around and around and around. And I hate not having a parking space by my house. The hell with that crap. And now the laziness starts winning. And now you're walking around the living room back and forth. And you're starting to talk to yourself about the pros and all the cons. I don't want to go. I do want to go. I don't want to go. I do want to go. I don't want to go. And you want to be lazy, right? But I'm not that lazy a person. You know, I'm like James Brown, right? The hardest working man in show business. You're damn right. Right? And would James Brown do it? Or would James Brown go, hey, not going to do it. Yeah. That's what I want to know. In fact, I bet you James Brown would do that. Not going to do it. Yeah. That's what James Brown would say. Right? No. He would probably go. So now I'm walking down the steps. Oh, no. The laziness trick has not worked. I, 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 I'm too. I'm thinking about the cupcakes, and I'm going. Well, she 25 is not too young. I mean, then again, I don't even know if she's 25. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm almost twice her age. But then again, there's a lot of Hollywood stars. I'm not famous, but there's Hollywood stars that date women twice, that half their age. I mean, if you then. And I'm turning the corner and I'm a blob walking up ahead and now I'm back at the house and now I see the mighty Toyota Camry and I'm dressed and I got the car keys and I'm and, and I'm up to the car now and I open the car door. 
I start the car up. I look and I realize there's n I'm almost out of gas. Hmm. I can use this to my advantage. You know, the gas station is way that way. You know, I don't want to drive to the store and then have to go to the gas station. And this is the type of this is the time of day when every time I go to the gas station, when I go to the gas station this time of day, there's always a bunch of cab drivers filling up their cabs and all of the gas pumps are taken. So I guess not. I can't do that. I, I, I might as well just go back in the house. I mean, I don't want to drive to the store with no gas. You know, I don't want to have to go. I'm going to have to go to the gas station. So I But they sell cookies at the gas station. Oh. I'm sitting there and the car's running. I get a phone call. And who is it? It's one of my lady friends. Not a dating lady friend, but a lady friend that's an actual friend. And she goes, what are you doing? I'm going, I'm, I'm sitting in this car right now and I'm about two seconds away from driving to the store to buy some crap that I don't need to be eating. And she goes, what are you, an idiot? And I go, yeah. She goes, Get back in the damn house. Stop being stupid. And I go, yeah. She goes, when I was, I'm working on the same thing that you're doing right now. And when I was in the same situation, you know, you, you, what did you say to me? I said, don't be an idiot. Get back in the house. So I'm saying to you right now, don't be an idiot. Get back in the house. And I said, thank you very much. I really needed that. And I turned off the car and I walked back up into the house. Took my clothes back off, put my shorts back on, got back in my slippers and had a piece of fruit. I'm glad I used laziness to delay myself, right? Because if I had not used laziness as a weapon against myself to battle against those bad habits, I would have been back and having already sucked up the cupcakes or the ice cream or the triple ice cream, and she would have called up, up and said, what are you doing? And I would have said nothing. And she wouldn't have known that I just ate the cupcakes and triple cupcakes and the quadruple cupcakes and the ice cream. And I would have said, hey, my diet's going fine. And she wouldn't have known crap. Laziness is a good thing. I use it as a weapon on, against myself. And it bought me just enough time to be pulled back from the bad food eating edge by a lady friend of mine. And then I went over to her house and I, I, I knocked on the door. I walked in and we, we were sitting there having a talk and her husband's a friend of mine too, right? And we're, hey man, what's going on, man? Boop, boop, boop. He goes upstairs. I walk into the, she's saying, can you want some water? I said, yes, yeah. you, you're not, you're, you're like family. Just get in there and get it out of the refrigerator. I'm not getting it for you. Ha ha ha. And I walk in and what do I see in the trash can? Cause she forgot to close the lid. Cupcakes in there. And I know her husband didn't eat the damn cupcakes. And I come back out with the water and I look at her. And she knows she's busted. She looks at me and goes, what? And I go, mm-hmm. She goes, but those cupcakes, Bill ate those. And I'm going, you know, Bill ain't eating no damn cupcakes. Bill don't like sweets like that. She goes, yeah, well, I'm not as fat as you. Shut up. And I said, point taken. And then I sat down and drank the water. And because she's she 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 had started working out and getting in shape before me and has been more strict with it, so she looks better. So I just I shut the hell up. And then Bill came down the steps and he said, "Why y'all quiet?" 
And then I looked up at him and he said, oh, you saw the cupcakes in the trash can. I said, yeah. And he, and he said, you didn't try to bust her on it, did you? Did, did it? And I said, yeah. She goes, she probably told you to shut your punk ass up. And I went, yeah. She goes, yeah. And then we sat there un uncomfortable for about two seconds. And then everything went back to normal. <laughs> so what I'm saying, folks, is listen. Laziness is a bad thing normally, but sometimes it comes in handy like it did for me. It came in handy for me. And if it wasn't for laziness, I would have gone and gotten those cupcakes and not had my friend browbeat my punk ass into not buying them. So technically, because of her. It was like when I told you with the football comparison with a team that was going to score and just not get a goose egg for the for the for the game was on the one fourth and goal at the one. And we made a substitution. We brought her in on defense. She joined the team. The other team tried to go in for the one bang and they were stonewall at the goal line. Didn't score as the clock hit zero. Forty nine to nothing. I win the whole week. A touchdown every day. You're damn right. Thank you, little tiny bits of laziness. Thank you, friend who's a little further on her weight loss journey, who caught me right before I was about to get cupcakes. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Laziness is sometimes a good thing. Ha <laughs> ha. Segment over. Okay, one last little short thing. Uh, can we talk about this punk-ass eclipse? Look. I get it from a scientific perspective. I'm a bit of a science nerd. I get it. It's cool and everything. But much like the, the post I put on social media where I said there's going to be plenty of pictures of the eclipse. So I'm cool. Well, let me put it to you this way, my friends. They're selling eclipse glasses so you can go out and look at the eclipse. And I almost I caught someone I know buying what was to me obviously fake eclipse glasses. How much do Eclipse glasses cost? Hmm? Not that much, I imagine. And the last time I checked, that's the kind of thing that could make you go, I don't know, blind. So you really want to skimp on glasses when you're talking about being blind, you dumb bastard, is what I said to the dumb bastard. I said, just find out a place that sells real Eclipse glasses and buy the crap. It says ISO one six nine eight seven eight three right on the side. Oh, really? Because no one can counterfeit the glasses. They were counterfeit proof. People counterfeit twenty dollar bills and fool experts. Okay, there's people out there right now who are, who are they were people counterfeiting cancer drugs. Cancer drugs. Do you know what a piece of crap you got to be to make something go listen up? Oh, you know, the stuff in, the, in this drugs that helps stop the cancer, water that down and then keep the price the same. We just want to make a little money, you know, but it's going to kill people. Yeah, um, I don't think you understand. I'm tr I'm a sleazebag and I'm trying to make money. So if there's people out there that will that will sell watered down or fake cancer drugs, watered down of fake pharmaceuticals, fake money, fake clothes, fake shoes, fake computers, fake phones. And those are difficult to fake. You don't think some punk ass is going to gonna go and buy a whole box of 3D glasses for a really bad movie and then write Eclipse on the side of it, you dumb bastard. And he goes, yeah, that is kind of dumb. Right. So I'm all for the Eclipse and all of that kind of stuff. But if you're going to buy Eclipse glasses, please do me a favor because I'm not there to call you a dumb bastard for buying the bad ones. 
Go look up the where you can get real glasses that have the real protection. The last thing you want to be doing is walking around not being able to see stuff because some jackass printed up some fake ass punk ass eclipse glasses in his house and he got five bucks off your ass and now you're walking around wondering where everything is. Okay, so I'm just saying this is a S. Anthony Thomas public service announcement. You know, it's a S. Anthony SAT PSA. As my dumbass friend damn near bought some fake ass classes and you know, I drive his ass around too much now and he can see. So you know damn well if he gets his eyes burned out, his punk ass be bothering me anymore even more. And that wasn't the reason I, I just I helped him not get blind, well that was some of the reason. <laughs> but there but but seriously guys, uh makes if you're gonna go and look at the eclipse Please make sure you're getting the real glasses with the real protection. Please, please, please. That's all I got to say. Also, I have friends that are idiots. Who buy fake ass Eclipse glasses for five dollars. I say, if you give me four dollars, I'll just poke you in the eyes. You saved the buck, you dumb bastard. <laughs> then he stabbed me. I'm just kidding. He did not stab me. <laughs> he tried to stab me. Then I poked him in the eyes and took $20 out of his, out of his wallet. <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> Make sure you get the real glasses so you don't damage your eyes. I kind of like your eyes the way they are. Okay. Good. Segment over. Well, folks, this has been episode number 281 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. And I want to thank you once again for stopping back. I really appreciate you guys. You guys are the best bastards in the world. I got much love for you all over the world. Australia, thank you. You large spider having tree climbing snake having, but still great people bastards. My Canadian bastards with just snow and coldness because it's too damn cold, but you people are freaking awesome. My UK bastards, thank you very much. You're driving on the weird side of the road bastards and my American bastards who are mostly great, but there's a, there's a, there's a percentage of you that vote for idiots for president, but the vast majority of you, well, actually my audience most likely voted, would vote for someone who's not an idiot, but just in case there's a couple of people who still love me even though they voted for an idiot much love to you <laughs> thank you guys for everything uh the social media for me on twitter there's two actually one for me specifically and it's at s anthony thomas the one for the show specifically is at s anthony says i am on instagram at s anthony thomas snapchat s anthony thomas one and this program could be heard in many, many, many places. The home base for this show is santhonysays.podbean.com. But it could be heard on iHeartRadio. Uh, it could be heard on uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio. It could be heard. You know, it, I'm pretty much everywhere, Dagnab. But all you got to do really is Google my name, S. Anthony Thomas, or Google the S. Anthony... The S. Anthony Says podcast or Google S. Anthony Says, and it will come directly to me. And I think you guys all know that. For those of you that sent me email uh, uh, last week about me, uh, with the vertigo thing, thank you very much. I really appreciate the kind words and the, the DMs and all of that kind of stuff. It really was great to know that there's a lot of people out there that, that care about yours truly. And I want you to know that I also care about you. And, and I mean that. And now, because I feel uncomfortable being sincere, I'm going to have to 
deflect by saying something outrageous after the sentiment that I just said, which is very, very true. But being a comedian by trade, I'm going to have to deflect by saying something outrageous afterwards. And here it is. All the ladies out there, my friend, fans, I want to bang you. See, I, I don't really mean that part of it, but because I felt uncomfortable being so sincere like that by telling you how much I love you bastards, I had to deflect by saying something outrageous and stupid that I would not say under normal circumstances. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> the email address, uh, for those of you that don't know from the new people, is talk to S. Anthony at gmail.com T-A-L-K-T-O-S Anthony not the number two the word two talk to S Anthony at gmail.com folks much love to you all I really really appreciate it man you know not just the normal um, email that I get about you know with the compliments about the show and, and saying nice stuff I mean that's always great but you know, you know when, you, when you're not feeling well um, and you get some good stuff and some nice words from you from people that listen to you um, proving that they care in all sincerity. It, it does. It was, it was really nice of you, and I appreciate it, folks. I will see you next week for episode number two eighty two. But as for this episode, it is over, and I am now going to end this show the way I always end this show. And I want you to say it with me, because I know, according to your email, that you say it with me, which must look weird in your cars. <laughs> so here we go on the count of three. You know what's about to happen. Ready? Okay, good. One, two, three. S. Anthony out.